Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Happy Friday. I hope you have had the most amazing week. And with that being said, we do have a pretty good episode, I would say, for this week. And I'm excited for it. So if you have ever experienced burnout, your burnout may not look like my burnout and my burnout may not look like yours. But if you've experienced burnout, you already are full-fledged and aware that it is the most overwhelming and encompassing feeling to feel as if you don't have it all together and to feel like things are just slipping and falling apart. So we're going to get into that episode and talk more about burnout. But if this is your first time tuning in to Conversations with Toy, listen, don't let this be your last. Make yourself comfortable. Grab your favorite drink. If you're on the treadmill, we're going to send all the energy to you because we understand health is wealth and we want you to do all of the things, but we are definitely going to talk about burnout because listen, burnout is essential. We have got to have that conversation about what it is, what it looks like, and how are we able to identify it and what are some of the simple things that we can get back to, you know, gathering up our lives and gathering up our, all the things. Now, we have a special guest that's going to talk about her issues with burnout and how we express it. But I was just going to say for me, burnout looks like irritability. It looks like hollering, screaming, short behavior, thoughts, processes, and just all of the things. I'm the first person that if I'm burned out, I am not the most pleasant person to be around. And you may look like your burnout could come in different phases. But let me just tell you, regardless of what your burnout looks like, we all experience it. But isn't it interesting that when you express that you're going through a form of break of burnout, don't people make you feel like it's about ungratefulness when it has nothing to do with that? If I say that I'm overwhelmed or I'm tired or I have a lot on my plate, People were so quick to be like, remember when you didn't have and you wanted that moment? Yes, I remember those moments, but it doesn't mean that me expressing that I'm upset or I'm frustrated or I'm burnt out and tapped out. It doesn't mean that I'm less grateful. It just means like, hey, I'm a little tired or hey, I probably need some rest or hey, I probably need to say no to that project instead of trying to be a people pleaser and do all the things. So if you've ever experienced true burnout and you have your circle around you that does, doesn't recognize that it's okay it's okay for them to not recognize it but what's not okay is to make it seem like the ungratefulness has all of a sudden happened because ungratefulness and burnout are two different things so let's just be clear when we hear people say that they're tired that doesn't mean that they're ungrateful or that they're they're not aware of, of the blessings that they have in your life right Because listen, I'm going to tell you right now, burnout doesn't care what type of money you have, no matter what job you have. Burnout don't care about that. You can be burnt out um, with no job and without the resources that you might have. To be honest with you, you might experience burnout quicker than somebody who has resources. 
But burnout is burnout, baby. And burnout is not what you want because that feeling of exhaustion, feeling like you can't take one more step, feeling like all of the efforts that you've ever had, you know, happen, you know, you're not able to really fully tap in and like take care of the things that you need to take care of. Listen, I don't wish that for nobody. But since we live in this body, since we live in this life, since we live in this world, we are going to experience it in some form. Like I said, for me, my burnout looks like angry. It looks like, you know, short, you know, impatient, um, not wanting to be around people, but then, you know, you having to be around people. And it's just a level of shenanigans that I wouldn't wish on anybody. That's the only way I can express, express my burnout. There's been plenty of times where I look booked and busy, but I'm experiencing burnout to the point where sometimes my creative flow is stopped. So that means like things like the blog or the podcast or things that I'm working on, which give me the most absolute joy. Let me say that again. I have nothing but the most absolute joy and still experience burnout. Right. Because burnout does not stop. The fact that, or it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't put a pause in this because you're doing what you love, right? I do what I love and I love what I do. And so I don't get tired. False. I do what I love. I love what I do. And I don't get irritable. False. I love blogging. I love the podcast. I love meeting new people. I love going out and doing different things and experiencing different aspects of life and writing about my experiences and giving people things that they should be aware of that the person that is just wanting to flaunt for a brand or want to showcase something may just be like, oh, I just want to get this out. No, I love what I do. And despite and in spite and all the right spites and all the spites, I'm still experiencing burnout. So what are some of the ways that you can recognize burnout, right? What are some of the things that we can do? What are some of the simple joys that we can bring back into our lives? And that is where we come with our guests. Listen, I don't like to, I, I will talk about things that I need to talk about, right? I'll do all those things, but let's be honest. I love it when I have a guest because when you have a guest, they come and they express their feelings, the things that they have going on. And sometimes we learn a lot. I think we honestly learn quite a lot from other people. So, you know, I love that. I love that we bring different aspects, different people with different backgrounds and all the things. But this week we have Holly Penny, who is a mom, a finance enthusiast, a speaker, writer, self-love advocate, four-time ovum donor, four-time travel addict, minimalist and lover of all things chocolate this sounds like my best friend right because listen i love things chocolate i love traveling i love writing all of that but she experienced childhood trauma and then as an adult holly began to realize that there was negative patterns in her life one day as she calls it a low point she decided to take matters into her own hands and dive deep into her personal development this was the beginning of her healing journey, growing self-awareness, Holly became and came to realize that for the first 30 years of her life, she didn't know the meaning of self-care and how many is like the same way. We don't, we didn't always understand what self-care, self-care was like a cuss word or a foreign word, just something we didn't do. But after a reading of retreat in 2019, Holly fell in love with herself and found a passion for journaling. Since 2019, she has made a commitment to prioritize her self-care, whether that's going for a run, taking a long hot bubble bath, or journaling. 
Holly started a successful professional bookkeeping firm called Nova Ridge Bookkeeping, became able to support people with another passion of hers. Holly decided to make it her mission to support them all any way that she could. She began creating a journal, it's launching in June, in hopes of inspiring women to fall in love with themselves. And in 2021, Holly launched a book club called As the Page Turns, creating a safe space for like-minded women to talk about personal growth. She continues to share her story by speaking and writing, and Holly, Holly is dedicated to supporting women on their self-love journeys by creating community through her workshops, retreat, and journaling. So that sounds like somebody that we want to have on our show, so I, we have her on our show for tonight or today or whatever time that you're listening to this episode. The beautiful part about bringing people with different aspects, different levels of relationships with their self-care, their their wellness journey, whatever it is that they're on, you get to see people at every aspect. So you have the people who are starting off, you have the people who've already been doing this for a while, you have people who are like the expert in the game. All of that we need to bring different perspective, different light, different, you know, moods and shades of what it is to go through wellness or healthcare or mental wellness or the failures because if you think for five seconds that any of us have not failed in this journey, you're sadly mistaken. So stop taking the failures that you have and thinking that you're some magical unicorn that's just failing and flopping because that's not true. Majority of people who are trying to be successful has failed at some aspect, whether that means they failed themselves, whether they failed their community, whether they failed and made huge mistakes, unilateral or not, we have all failed. So that's one beautiful part of this. So we have Holly. She's going to talk to us about all of the things. I don't have a drink of the week. I know. But you know, that just means that you get to choose the drink that you would love. You know me. I'm going to go always to a glass of wine or some form of rosé because that's what I do. And we are about to go into Memorial Day weekend next weekend. So we will still have an episode next week. But we're going to get ready for the summer. So next week episode, we're going to talk about summer fun, summer things, things that we should be avoiding, things that we should be like reminding ourselves when it comes to safety, um, sun safety, spring, summer safety, just all of those things. So that's next week's episode. But without any further ado, we're going to bring Holly onto this episode. And keep in mind, now that we're into our Friday and we're starting our weekend, you know the drill. Do something that you love for yourself, something that builds you up, makes you feel good about yourself. And we will be back next week with Conversations with Toy. Hope you're having a great weekend and we will be back soon. Today's podcast is sponsored by Athletic Greens. I personally use Athletic Greens because I don't like taking a bunch of supplements and vitamins. It's something about the pills that I just can't do every single day. And regardless of your lifestyle, whether you eat keto, vegan, dairy-free, whatever your lifestyle is, this will be for all. Also, we're all about saving money and it only costs you less than $3 a day. Not to mention, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So that means five, at least 7,000 other people, including myself, who have used it and know the benefits of it. In addition, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. That's right, one scoop in a cup of your water that you drink every day. That's it, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you one free supply, one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first pack purchase. All you have to do is visit 
athleticgreens.com backslash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. All right, well, happy Friday again to our conversations with Toy Family. First of all, I hope you're, I'm still hoping that your Friday is amazing. You know, Fridays is like my sweet spot because it's like the end of the traditional week. We slide over into some, some sort of uh, weekend vibes, unless you're a parent. And then that means that your life is just always jumbled up seven days a week. But with all that being said, I always love to bring some guests on the show. We talk about life, right? These conversations are geared to one, for you to hear, listen, and to grow. Because when we hear other people say things, we realize just how much normal we are. And I feel like sometimes we don't hear conversations. We kind of feel like we're just magical unicorn floating into the world. And then we don't really know what is happening and we feel alone, but that is not our purpose. Our purpose is to come together, have conversation and be able to, you know, align. So today is no different. We have Miss Holly. She is here. She has a lot of hats, people. A lot of hats, as you heard in the introduction, as well as I do. So I love when I see other women who are juggling it, or at least attempting, I say attempting to juggle, because what is juggling when you're trying to do all the things? But I feel like as for those who are parents, sometimes seeing other parents do the same thing where we're trying to do and show our kids like, hey, it's okay to, to be a parent and have other life aspirations, or it's okay to want more and then go after it. Like my daughter said to me last week, I can't believe you're going to be taking this trip and doing these things. I'm like, that's what makes me happy. Makes me a better parent, you know, watching myself and watching them watch me do things. So Holly, thank you for being so grateful for you being here and let's just talk. Let, let the people know you're here. All right. Thank you so much for having me toy. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, my name's Holly Penny. <laughs> I am a mom. I am a business owner. I am a finance enthusiast. I am a travel addict. I like that word in there, like travel addict. Yeah, I could be, I could be on vacation all the time. <laughs> Me too. I, yeah. I'm a goal getter. I'm a self-love lover and um, chocolate everything. Chocolate yes. lover, like chocolate my best enthusiast. Friend. Like, yes. give me the chocolate. <laughs> chocolate is everything. I mean, who doesn't love chocolate? Like, you can't go wrong when you have good chocolate. But I love that you said a self-love lover. Yes. I feel like I am too. But to everybody, that means something different. What does that mean to you? So I'm really mindful to ensure that I get self-care in my day every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those, to me self-care, all of those steps of self-care create this self-love. So if someone explained it to me like this one day, and so I'm going to steal her analogy, but it's like the self-care and self-love is like a tree. So you have the branches of the tree, which are all the little self-care things you do. And then the tree itself is like the self-love because all of those little things create this, you know, magical, beautiful, big, strong tree. So that's kind of how I describe like self-care and self-love. And oh boy, I, I, I didn't know what self-love was for probably the first 30 years of my life. <laughs> like because, the rest of us. Yeah. I, it wasn't, you know, I didn't see it growing up and then I just, you know, had my life on autopilot. So really, really leaning into that and, and taking self-care so important. It's, it's yeah. Taking it seriously. And it is so, so, so important 
you know, what was your journey? Like, what was your journey? What was that moment that was like, okay, obviously I'm not like, you know, like you said before, we don't think about self-care because we don't grow around it. Um, self-care is now a word that we hear often. So I talked to my own kids about self-care and things of that, but growing up, we didn't have that ideology. It was do, do, get, and do. What made you get to the point where you're like, okay, I need this self-care. So how am I going to go about doing it? What made you get there? Yeah. So I would say it was probably like a pivotal moment was right after my second son was born. Um, and I found that I was like exhausted, like burnt out, exhausted, like, like, like more than normal parent exhausted. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what, what's going on? You know, I had a toddler, I had a toddler at home and I had a baby and just like, what is it? Why, why is my cup? Like, why is my life doesn't feel fulfilled? Right. And I, I started leaning into like, okay, I'm giving, you know, to, to the toddler, to the baby, to the household, to, to everything around me. Um, and I'm not giving to myself. And now it, I would love to say it was a two minute conversation with myself and I figured it out, but no, <laughs> never did. No, it was, yeah, that was like the moment of like, okay, this isn't the life I want to create for myself. And this isn't the life I want to create for my children, because I'm just going to be a burnt out, exhausted, you know, frazzle brained mom. And that's not who I wanted to show up for them. And that's not who I wanted to show up for, for myself. What does burnout look like for you? Because again, some people don't realize like for me as a person, or even as a mom, I find for me when I'm burnt out is that my voice gets elevated. I may go into a yelling uh, phase or I'm really irritable or easily agitated, but for everybody, it could be different. What did burnout look like for you? Yeah. So that's, that's a great question because burnout does look different for everybody. For me, burnout is like a state of overwhelm where I could get up and just leave, you know, my sweatpants on all day, every day, you know, throw my hair in a ponytail and sweatpants every day. Now I love those days. Don't get me wrong. Too, but, I was say, don't count them days out. Cause yeah, I need them. I'm in I, right now. I need that. I need that. <laughs> totally. Um, but when it becomes like, okay, day one, day two, day three, day four. And then at the same time, I recognize that my temper is short. So the kids are asking me things and I'm just like short tempered and, and not, not being present at all. Like just in that, in that, like, you know, don't talk to me, don't bother me. Don't just that stage. So like the, not taking care of myself, getting up and getting ready for the day. And then I recognize that I'm short tempered with those around me. And I'm glad that you said that, because again, if you're listening and you're a part of our community and you may say, okay, but I don't have kids and you still may find that it's the kids part is, listen, let me just be real. The kids part just means we have extra responsibilities. Okay. This is life. So that means any of us, no matter where our age, our stages, we all can go through this type of a situation where we are irritable, we're short, we're, you know, exhausted, we're overwhelmed, or we are under, sometimes you can even be underwhelmed where like things that used to spark your interest no longer sparks your interest because you're just kind of blah. These are feelings that attach to all of us. And it has nothing to do with whether or not you're a parent. It's just that when you are a parent, you just have extra people that can push the buttons a little quicker. And I say that because there's people who are listening who may not want to have children or children is not on their horizon. You don't have to have children to understand burnout. You can be burnt out living in a luxury uh, apartment, having everything look just beautifully and and aligned and be burnt out for real. Cause that's just how life works. That's just how life works. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And, and the kids are the closest to me, right? So that's what that's, I, 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 I can not that. No, I want to take that back. I, I, I cannot, I, 
they're, they're just there to be able to take it out on. Like they're, they're the first ones there that, you know, you can get short with. Right. You can recognize it even in like, in, in like text messages or phone calls, you can tell when you're irritated. (laughs) Right. Or you're at work and your boss asked something so simple that any other day, had you not been burned out, you'd have been like, I'm good. This is all fine. I'll take care of that. But when you're in the middle of a burnout, you're short even with your boss. So it can, it's a, it's something that happens to all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do you, when you feel, you recognize, okay, I am in the midst of a burnout, right? My candle is gone. Like I don't have any fire to light this. I am done. What are some of the ways that you bring it back so that you can step into where you're supposed to be? You know, I, I often use the, the, the term like baby steps. So when I come to recognize that I'm in that, that stage of overwhelm, that stage of burnout, I take it into baby steps and okay. So maybe my goal is, you know, I want to put on clean clothes and I want to wash my hair and dry it and put on makeup for the day like that. As long as I have that done by say 10 AM, I'm happy. So I break it. Like I literally break it down. I tell myself, you know what? First step, get in the shower. Step one, get in the shower. Okay. Shower's complete. Step two, put my hair in a towel. Okay. That's complete. Step three, you know, pick out the clothes. Okay. They're laying on the bed. Step four, makeup. Like I literally break it down and I talk to myself the whole way through, like while I'm in the shower, you know what? Just focus on the shower right now. It doesn't matter what the end goal is. It doesn't matter, you know, whatever that end goal is. The the focus right now is just getting through this five minute shower. Yes. And sometimes, you know, I've had a good cleansing cry in the shower. So for Mm. those who do like that, you know, sometimes you just need that release. Yep. And if you're that type of person, don't feel bad because you need it to uh, release or you need it to cry or you need to take a run or you needed to do whatever it is that's going to get you back to a, a healthier mindset. Because I feel like sometimes even just the guilt, the guilt of recognizing that you're in a burnout state and then recognize that you have to take extra steps to get you back. Then you have this guilt of why didn't I recognize it sooner? Why didn't I help myself to not to avoid that? And and some things are just completely unavoidable. That's right. Yep. We burnout is real. We all experience it (laughs) and, and giving yourself grace, like, oh, okay. The last two days didn't go as planned. Well, today's a new day and we're going to start from here. Exactly. But a lot of us, we need to continue hearing that as a, as a pattern in our mind that we can actually take the time to start all over. I I believe in reset. So I always give myself that grace to say, okay, I need a reset. So that may mean, let me take a a step away from whatever it is I'm doing to gather myself and then, you know, come back into the flow of life instead of trying to be on go 24,007 and then find myself not beyond a a burnout moment and then into something else. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. I like that. A reset. Yes, a reset. What are some of the ways that you do practice self-care? Because again, we talk people talk about self-care now more than they ever have before. It's been more accepting. It's a word that everyone uses. Um, people attribute uh, self-care to things only concerning things like bubble baths or getting your nails done or something mm-hmm. like that. But to me, self-care is a daily action of putting your prioritizing your mindset and prioritizing yourself. So how do you um how do you see and how do you um, do your stuff self-care every day? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would start that with my favorite thing is when I have the time, I do run the biggest bubble bath in the world and I put a candle and Epsom salt and I grab my journal and I just like zone out, meditate in the tub. It is beautiful. Yes. Now 
come back to real life and you can't be in the tub 24 seven. So <laughs> you'll be clean, but you can't be in the tub 24 seven. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yes. Those, those small actions every single day, drinking out of my favorite mug, this to me, self-care, you know, I blow dried my hair this morning, that self-care. Um, I, I have really pretty tissue boxes in my bathrooms that self-care when I use that tissue, I feel joy. Like, Oh, I just love this. This is so cute. And I love it. Um, going for a sun break. So Mm. throughout the day when I am like, okay, I'm tired of looking at a computer screen, sun break that self-care. Sometimes I even grab a blanket and throw it out on the lawn and just lay there for 10 minutes. Let the sun beat on me self-care. Um, yeah, those are, those are little ways that I bring self-care flowers on the table. Actually, this is a new one for me. It was, I don't know, maybe like four months ago I got flowers and then of course they died. They were on the Mm -hmm. table and then they died. And then somehow something else, I got flowers again, like the next day. And I was like, Oh my God, this is beautiful. And then for like the last four months, Somehow, some way I could put it on the universe somehow. And it keeps coming. There's still flowers on my table. And I absolutely, when I walk into the dining room, it's just like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. And they just bring that joy. So two things you said that literally light my little eyes is all like, you can't see me guys, but my eyes is all lit up. So two things that you said, first of all, me and flowers go together. I actually do a weekly um, or bi-weekly because sometimes these flowers be lasting a little longer than some. So I'm here for that. But I try to go get myself flowers almost every week or every bi-weekly. And at first I was like, uh, this is a little extra. But then I thought about the fact, like every time my eyes see, like in the dining room, just the same place I put mine's and I'm just like, Ooh, look at them. And I find the most, I try to find the most, the brightest bunch that I could find mm-hmm. when I go to get it. Like whatever the prettiest, whatever the one that stands out to me the most, that's what I get. But the other thing you said was the, the mugs. I am a mug collector. My husband is like over me with this. However, they speak to me. So I will get my glass of coffee or tea or whatever I'm drinking and place it in a certain mug that makes me feel good. You know, it, some, some of them, the, the one I use the most is the one that says grateful or thankful, but then there's the other ones that said like me time, or they're shaped into an animal, whatever it is, that mug is my thing, because that reminds me to take that time and enjoy the fact that I'm in this mug and mm-hmm. sit my coffee a little slower then I can start my day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I guess another interesting fact is I love mugs. Same thing. I have many upstairs and I just like, whichever one is calling to me is the one I pull out of the cupboard. I don't drink coffee. So my mug is always filled with water. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, I don't care what you put in there. I mean, people put wine in their glasses, do whatever you feel. Like I'm not here to judge cups. I'm just what's in the cup. I just know that, like you said, it's the, whatever one calls. That's mm-hmm. what my little hands or my little heart gravitates towards. And then I'm yep. like, yes, let's start the day. We can do this. Yep. Totally. Love it. <laughs> cool. okay. What are some of the, what are some of your most infamous or the ones that really settle that you can think of right now of journal prompts that you use? Cause I heard mm-hmm. you say something about journaling. And I want to just say, before we get to your answer is that people think that your journals have to be in this nice, neat arraignment. Sometimes my journals are, oh my God, I can't think for today. It's super simple or to the point 
or sometimes they're really thought out and nice. They could be two, three pages. You don't have to have a certain system for journaling. It's just a way to get your thoughts onto paper. So what has been some of your most memorable journal prompts? Totally. Oh, I love this. Um, one of my, well, okay, we'll start. Um, what made me frown today? So, you know, have any, any day, what, what, what made me frown today? Was it, you know, I wasn't happy with the weather or I wasn't happy the way I reacted with something. Um, what made me frown today? And then I always follow that up with what made me smile today. Mm. So ending with the, the positive and the gratitude and the, the, what made me smile today. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Something, another, another one that I really, really enjoy is list out three things that I'm grateful for today. So it has to have happened in the day. That's not something that happened, you know, last week or last month or last year, something I'm grateful for today. And, and three of those things, I even really like to elaborate and put like, why, 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 why do I feel grateful because of that? Um, another one that I really like is um, like one positive thing that I like about my body. So mm you know, sometimes it's tough. I, 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 I haven't loved yeah. my body probably the way I should have, you know, my whole life. So <laughs> picking just like that one thing to say, Hey, I'm, I love this part of my body. I love that. I don't think we, I don't think I hear people say that enough about loving your body because it's one of those struggles that no matter where you are in life, if you look in the mirror, you're, you're, you're bound to find something that you don't like, right? Let's just keep it honest. Like you will find something about your body, something about your looks, your hair, your this, your that, that's not the way you have imagined it would be or the way you wanted it to be. But there's something grateful about still being in this body to do the things that need to be done. And sometimes we don't say thank you to our body or, or, or find ways to look at our bodies in a better light. Cause like we all got lumps and bumps and things going on here and there. I mean, unless y'all live, unless y'all are like living in perfection, which I know none of us are, then you're going to have lumps, bumps and some other things going right or wrong. And that's a good way to think about it too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a, that's a good one. Um, and, and something else, oh, this is kind of off topic, but <laughs> something else that I guess self-care, um, I write affirmations on the mirror. So like, mm. I am beautiful. I am kind. I am abundant. And I even write them on the kids' bathroom window mirrors. I have to get back into that. I have to be honest because I used to do that with the kids, especially the girls, and I haven't <laughs> done it in a while. So I think I need to bring that back because mm. I'm trying to, again, when you have children, for those who do have children, you have to mirror the the good and positive so that they can pick up on that. Like I want them to be used to seeing affirmations or used to building themselves up so that nobody else has to come. Like if somebody is giving them, you know, a good compliment or something like that, it becomes an extra instead of them needing that from someone because they're not getting that from themselves. So, right. you know, that's a whole nother level, another topic of trying to then... <laughs> Yeah. build your, your family, your kids, the, the people around you to be more receptive to learning the things that we didn't have, you know, mm-hmm. growing up. I mean, my mm-hmm. mom wasn't saying, you know, go do some self-care, go spend some time with yourself, go, you know, you love to, to, to draw, you love to paint, go do that. Like it, it wasn't that no. <laughs> it was no. for me, it was a survival of the fittest. That's how I felt. 
It was like playing Mario go-kart and just making things happen. Yep. Yep. Go, go, go all the time. Yeah. But I do, I do want to say this though. Um, this is just a little side topic. I don't remember my mom having to do all this running around. Like I feel like I'm doing now. I feel like the kids have us as parent Ubers. And I feel like at this point, I don't remember my parents having to just do so much running. Like I remember some things, but it wasn't to this extent. And I don't know what's going on with these new kids, but there's a lot of running around. I like that parent Ubers because that's exactly what it is. I don't, tonight we're getting in the car at five o'clock and we'll get home at nine o'clock. And it's just a constant drop one kid off, go drop the other off, go pick one up, go pick the other, like constant. You're right. This is why I keep like, uh, like sometimes if I know that's going to happen, I'll have like my laptop. I I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm looking like I I made my car the office because that's where you spend the majority of your time. Yep. Totally. Yep. (laughs) Always, always make sure there's like a book, a journal, a notepad, something that I can be doing. (laughs) You're going to need it. Um, One more thing. So how does personal development, how do you feel personal development has helped you in your life? So the things that you're accomplished, because you are wearing a lot of hats, but how do you believe your personal development is what keeps your life afloat? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good question. And I had a, I had a, a, a conversation with my life coach just last week. Okay. And, um, we were, we were talking about this and I said, you know, three years ago, I didn't know what the word core values meant. I didn't know what the word integrity meant. I didn't know what any of that was personal development. What is that? I don't know what that is. Right. Um, and that was just like three years ago. So to think of, wow, I've, I've grown so much in, in such a short amount of time. And it, it really is all because of personal growth and personal development. Um, I found a really great program, I guess, recommended to me by a friend. I guess that's how we usually always find out by great about great programs is yep, through yep. word of mouth. Because <laughs> friends tell friends about personal care and self-care, let me say. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, and she probably told me about it for two years before I even like even tried to take a look at it like wasn't interested in, in it at all. And then when the time was right, that's what I tell everybody. When the time is right, you just know, right. And you're, you're going to feel that little nudge and you're going to do it. And I can't even imagine my life now without personal development and personal growth. Um, having the tools in the toolbox. That's, that's what I, I, I say, it's like having those tools in the toolbox and what tool am I going to pull out today to tackle whatever task it is? You know, am I in that burnout stage? Okay. What tool am I going to use today? Am I, do I have that parent hat on? What tool am I going to pull out today? And and the beautiful thing about personal development is that we're evolving every day. So where we feel like we may have won in a battle, (laughs) we may still have a fight along ahead of us that we still have to pull out some tools that we may have. They may be dusty tools, meaning we've had them in our arsenal. We've had them in our toolbox. We've hadn't used them in a while, but every now and again, we have to go back to some even basic things or some things we've learned a couple of years ago. And it's, it's a part of the growth. Yeah. 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 And I talk about that with my coach too. Sometimes it's like, she tells me something and I'm like, Oh, I knew that. And she's like, yeah, just bring it back out. Just, just here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not getting frustrated too, when you have to go back to some of that, to some of that basic tools. Mm-hmm. So let's, I want to end two things. One, we're going to talk about the things that you're doing and all the things you have on your plate, but 
I want to also know what are some of the things that you look forward to for yourself this year? Like, I know you may have family goals like I do. You may have business goals, but what is some of your personal goals that you're looking to really get into before the end of the year? Mm, I love this. So I have a couple of trips coming up. <laughs> Number one, vacation. <laughs> mm, yes. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, two, I have, um, some goals in my business. So growth goals in my business, um, some, some goals on, you know, creating the community that I want around me. Like who, who do I really want in my say inner circle or in my circle? Right. Um, so really, really see, really focusing on that. Um, I'm writing a journal. So completing that journal, that's, that will be in the next probably month or so. It's, it's just about done the finish line. Um, yeah, those, those about sum it up for me for, for like personal goals. Okay. And then let the people know our community know some of the things that you're doing and ways that they want to be a part of, or they want to follow you and all those things. How can they do just that? Lovely. So um, I am writing a journal and I'm so close to finishing. So I'm really excited to share that with everybody. Um, my website is launching any day now. It's probably maybe even launched now. <laughs> um, the, my website is hollypenny.ca and penny is spelled P-E-N-N-E-Y. I always have to spell that one out. Yes, because um, I don't think it's like the regular penny. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm constantly spelling that one out. Um and I'm sorry, did you ask how people can connect with me? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. Yep. <laughs> um, Instagram and TikTok. So I'm learning TikTok. This is the, the new thing. I love TikTok. So learning how to utilize it. Um, Holly underscore Penny on both of those platforms. Amazing. Because yes, I'm on TikTok and I try to either showcase if I'm like, if I'm at a diner or like eating or doing other things in Philly, but also to self-care mental health, um, (laughs) because a lot of people don't understand, like they'll recognize it when you do something visual. Like if I'm showcasing like the wrong way to check in with a friend, it's way to, for people to visualize, oh, I probably do that all the time and don't realize that that's like problematic. So that's what I try. Yeah. And, And also it's my little favorite pastime. So Friday nights, is usually my TikTok nights where I literally will just be on mindless scroll and just allow myself that moment because Mm -hmm. TikTok is a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun. There's some crazy things that happen on TikTok. Uh, A lot of trauma and drama that actually comes up uh, where people are discussing their their past or their issues, Mm -hmm. things that they've been through, which is I wasn't prepared for. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, TikTok is an interesting place. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm enjoying it. And, and I like how you said like Friday nights is your time and being really mindful to like set, set aside a certain amount of time, because we all know we can fall in that social media trap of, yes, (laughs) and you start that scrolling and you don't stop or put some type of a boundary or balance, then you'll be finding yourself just on constant scroll. And Mm -hmm. that's nobody needs that in your life. Cause now you're taking away from something you could really be doing. Exactly. That's actually benefit for your life. So if you are that type of person, just don't. (laughs) <laughs> try not right. to, try not to just be on constant scroll put some balance in there and you know balance is hard because what is balance like balance is it's a tricky word it is a tricky word yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of our conversation. Um, again, we are hoping that something that you heard resonated because again, we all are striving to be our better selves. We have not arrived. We are still struggling. There are good days, 
There are bad days. There are moments in between. But hearing us talk about self-care, hearing us talk about, you know, just the struggles that we all face in life. I hope that that helped you to be and see yourself. You know, sometimes people don't see themselves or hear themselves enough. And these conversations are just that so that you can see yourself. I love that. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.